Welcome to Why Watch That Vintage. Take a journey back in time and experience our classic and timeless episodes. And don't forget to check out our new shows every Tuesday on Why Watch That Radio. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for Why Watch That Vintage. Valentine's Day, no, but I'm feeling a little romantic, Critic. Are you really? I think I am. You know what I want to do? What? I want to talk about romantic comedies. What were you thinking? Oh my goodness, please. <laughs> romantic comedies? Who takes those seriously? Oh, I do. I love a good romantic comedy. Yeah, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know you are, but, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting when you think about romantic comedies, because or if you think about comedies in general, they're broken down into so many things. There's dark comedies. There's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, drama- dramedies and yes. things like that. I think we should talk about romantic comedies because it's such a great thing to watch in the spring. I mean, mm-hmm. the weather is looking nice. You're feeling good. You've got your little dress on. So at night, after date night, you kind of want to just whip off the dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snuggle up to watch a movie. See, there's your mind again. I see it. <laughs> Let's talk about our favorite romantic comedies. And again, listeners, you know what? There's no way to exhaust this list. In fact, no. I know for certain that I am not going to say everything that I've ever loved in a romantic comedy. It just won't happen. So yeah, we'll probably have to just keep talking. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's start with... Um, Let's start with one of the uh, wonderful romantic comedies that, I don't know, I think you feel some kind of way about it, but I have an actual backstory about this. Let's start with Hitch. Oh, (laughs) Oh, please, somebody come and rescue me now. No, let's start with Hitch. Now, this is a movie that came out a little bit ago Mm -hmm. in 2005 with Will Smith and Eva Mendes, and I'm going to have to say I liked it. I say watch it because it's mm-hmm. about this, just very, very shortly, most of you know, it's about this guy who is the Mac Daddy of all Mac Daddies, and he is a person who can share with anyone how to get a woman. And ultimately, he comes across a client and comes across a woman that he can't really get. So he has to kind of figure that out. Yes. Did you like it? Uh, how about no? Oh, why not? Well, I'll tell you this. I liked Kevin James. Kevin James is amazing. I thought he was the reason to watch that movie by, all by himself. They should have just had a one-man <laughs> movie called Kevin James. Falling in love with himself? No. Yes. <laughs> no. Actually, look, Will Smith, to me, was up to his same old tricks. I'm done. Uh, but if you like the tricks... Then well, of he course. pulls them off great. 
If you, yeah, if you are a huge Will Smith fan, if you like a fake actor who is just here to entertain you, oh, that is great. Ouch. I'm ouch. not a fan of his work in that film, okay? I'm not in that film. So Will Smith okay. has a lot of talents. He's very charismatic. We all know that. Moving on. Now, so, Eva no, Mendez. I'm not up. No, I'm Don't talking about Eva Mendez. Moving on okay. from him. Eva Mendez. Now, can we just talk about that scene when they are making salad? Okay, and they get into a fight. It is so stupid. It is just stupid. You know, some romantic comedies, we just have to admit, you have to have a stupid scene in most romantic comedies. It's just kind of the way it is. And girls, well, I won't say all girls, but a lot of women, especially when it comes to Will Smith, and even guys with Eva, you just sort of suck all that in and just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of chalk it up for good-looking people doing stupid things. But yeah, you know, I love I Eva say, Mendez. I love Eva Mendez. What I will say is I have a wonderful backstory. When I first mm-hmm. moved here to New York City, because that's where we're filming, mm-hmm. or, or we're taping in New York, when I first moved here, I had my a wonderful experience where I was walking to a restaurant with some friends, and I am green as green can be, and I'm walking, and literally, literally, I walk onto the set of Hitch and run, <laughs> and run into Will Smith. Uh, I ran into Will Smith, oh. literally ran into him. It was amazing. I thought that was just so – so I have a, a, a special affection toward Hitch, even though it may not be the greatest. I say watch it, Okay. and uh, Kevin James won't, do, won't steer you wrong. Let's move on. Okay. I have um, another one that I want to bring up that I think you like, and that is Clueless. Ah, Alicia Silverstone, among others, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, Clueless is definitely of its time, but Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of fun just to see them play around with what was going on, the lingo of the time, the fashion, all of that. You know, it's about being in high school, and it's a high school fantasy. It's, you know, Stacey Dash is in it. Donald Faison. Yes. Yeah, Donald Faison. That's right. Mm -hmm. Great actor. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, the funny thing is, is Clueless, um, for those of you, you have to be kind of under a rock to not have heard about Clues, but yeah. it's actually um, based on the Jane Austen story, Emma. Emma, and yes. If you haven't seen it, I say watch it because it's a great 90s movie. Um, and the ultimate, it's an ultimate romantic comedy. It has all of the ingredients of a romantic comedy, but from a youthful, youthful approach. So yes. I say watch it. Right. What do you have up your sleeve, Critic? What other ones are we going to talk about? Can we move to Groundhog Day? I can't believe you just did that. Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh, Groundhog Day, if you have not seen this, Bill Murray, and just so I'll let everyone know, this is my favorite Bill Murray film. Oh. It is uh, Andy McDowell, et cetera, et cetera. It was directed by, um, what's his face? I don't know. I don't watch Groundhog Day. From, uh, from Ghostbusters. Oh, that guy, oh, the one who just passed away? Yeah, the one who just passed away. Oh, my God. I'm blanking on his name, but that's okay. So, and he has a, a mini scene in it where he plays one of the doctors. So, uh-huh. Groundhog Day, everyone, if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know. But it's if you easy don't know not to know. Harold Ramis. Yeah, there you go. So, it's about a weatherman who travels to Punxsutawney 
for Groundhog Day to cover what? it. He doesn't want to go. Where's uh, Punxsutawney? <laughs> Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. That's where Punxsutawney Phil is, who is the groundhog from Groundhog Day. You know, does he see a shadow or not? So okay. Bill Murray's a weatherman. He goes there with his producer, uh, played by Andy McDowell, and they essentially don't get along. He doesn't uh-huh. want to be there. He doesn't want to do it. And he goes to bed uh, in Punxsutawney because there's a storm and they can't get out of there. And when he wakes up, it's the same day all over again. All over again. Happening and happening and happening. And of course, he grows as a person as this happens. But it's really good to see Bill Murray go through all of these different scenes of repeating the same day over and over again. It gives you a little bit of heart, but there's a lot of humor in it and it's humor with a bite humor you know what the great thing about it is obviously that it is bill murray is one of the kings of improv and yes. you can see when i remember watching it i haven't watched it recently but i remember watching thinking did he make that up and most likely the answer is yes he probably <laughs> made up 90 percent of the lines and <laughs> you know they kind of just made him you know had him go along with it and, you know, honestly, I, um, Andy McDowell is such a great uh, counter to his shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So Yes. Fine, rented, whatever. Let's move on. I'm thinking we should talk about, you can't hardly talk about a romantic comedy without talking about Julia Roberts, right? That's right. She's, she was the queen of romantic comedies. Let's talk about Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now... <laughs> Everyone, just so you know, a little tidbit about Notting Hill. Oh, you haven't dear. seen it in a while. Go back because Lord Grantham from Downton Abbey is in it. <laughs> <laughs> he is in it. I just happened to watch it recently. I was like, wait a minute. That is Lord Grantham. But anyway, <laughs> Julia Roberts plays an American movie star. So she plays Shocking. herself. Yeah. And. You know, something happens, we won't give it away. And she somehow crosses paths with Hugh Grant's character, who is just, you know, a common man. He works in a bookshop. Yes, he's the straightest, regular, everyday guy that you could ever, ever experience. Oh, my god! Exactly. So he can't believe that he has run into her. Mm -hmm. And there's actually some sort of attraction. There's a lot of attraction. Yes. And then it's all about how do they negotiate her megastardom with his ordinary life. Right. Now, when I first saw this, I did see it in the movies. This was like a 1999, I think. And uh, yes, um, by Cameron Crowe, I believe he directed it. But anyway, I... No, 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 no. It's no, Roger, it was... Roger Michel directed Oh, Roger Michel directed it. <laughs> um, it was like, I remember Julie Roberts was on, she was on fire. I mean, yeah. she just had hit after hit after hit after hit. And honestly, I was, I'm not a huge crazy fan over Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. And if, if you kind of look at, you, you, but I am a fan of Alec Baldwin's cameo. And <laughs> 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 the boyfriend <laughs> slaps her on the button and is like, honey, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be dating the fat actress. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great memory referee because he was actually uncredited in the movie. Uncredited. <laughs> Oh, and can we not, let's not forget Reese Evans as well and Hugh Grant's <laughs> flatmate. It is just great. His t-shirts are just yes. the best. 
in so, his underwear yes. posing for the uh, uh, paparazzi. Anyway, it's it, <laughs> to me, the movie, if you want to see, well, well, we'll move on to that. It wasn't a Julia Roberts shining moment. In fact, I kind of didn't like the character because she made him, she chased, she made him chase around a little bit. Yeah. Hugh Grant is wonderful, but he, he stutters like 98% of the time. So you're having to like either watch the <laughs> subtitles or just slap whoever's sitting next to you because you can't slap Hugh Grant. But um, I will say that it's definitely one of those movies where if you got a little extra time, fine. Go ahead and watch it. I really, you know what, I really do like Notting Hill. It's different for a romantic comedy. It has a kind of different feel to it. It does, you're right. Because of the story. And as you said, you may not like Julia Roberts' character, but let me tell you something. I always love Julia Roberts. So you always you do, go. and you say that every episode. There is the classic <laughs> romantic comedy chase scene. Of course. At the end, with the music of mm-hmm. uh, get ready, <laughs> all of that. So you're kind of just kind of wiggling in your seat. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Go ahead and watch it. Now, there's another American romantic comedy that it is full of taglines, and that is called Jerry Maguire. Oh, of course, of course. And that put uh, Renee Zellweger on the mark. On the map, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. This Now, this was Cameron Crowe who, who directed mm-hmm. um, and wrote Jerry Maguire. Yes. He is um, really responsible for also putting Cuba Gooding Jr. on the mark, for real. Well, and, with that Oscar win, yes. And that famous Oscar winning speech. Of course, of course, yes. He should have gotten an Oscar for the speech alone. Oh, right, but, and, um, and Spike Lee did uh, really get him and bamboozled on that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, really, you know, they, really, they really got him for that. So this stars Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Renee Zellweger. And um, basically... In a nutshell, it's we're in the 90s. I don't know. We need to get out of the 90s, but we're... I know. Yeah, this is 96. Yeah. <laughs> we just have the great romantic comedies of the 90s. Right. But, um, but basically, it's about this man who is this top agent, sports agent, and he gets, he gets an epiphany one night and realizes what he's doing isn't what he was mentored to do. He was mentored by a great, great man, and he just lost his way. So in the middle of the night, he writes this huge dissertation, passes it out to the entire office, and gets fired eventually and loses everything. Yeah. And on, on his way out the door, only one person will stand with him. And then, of course, it's Renee Zellweger, and, and the rest is history. You've got taglines like, show me the money. Oh, and, of course. And... I loved you at hello, or no, wait, I, yeah. so, what is it? You had me. You had me. You had me at hello. Me at hello. So, yeah. I mean, if you've heard those taglines before, especially our younger audience, if you heard those taglines, that's the movie. I say watch it because it's not your classic romantic comedy either. There's some meaty moments in it. Um, but I say watch it. I say watch it. I say watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. We're going to go to... You know, while we're in the 90s, we might as well talk about Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Which, look, can I just say before we get into this? Oh can I just say that Tisha Campbell's role in Boomerang is the best work <laughs> she has ever done, ever. Girlfriend, yoo-hoo! Come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what? <laughs> Okay, listen, listeners, listen, listen, listen. Ding, ding, ding. 
Boomerang to me is a must see. If you're going to watch a romantic comedy with some flavor, you must see Boomerang. Yes. Okay. And Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, 1992. It surprisingly wasn't directed by Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) But he did write it. Um, Anyway, it's starring Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Mm -hmm. and back then, you know, if there was an um, not an unknown, but a pretty much unknown Holly Berry. There we go. That's right. Who, who stars in it? David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, of course, and some amazing, <laughs> amazing performances by Grace Jones oh! and Eartha Earth, <laughs> Kitt oh and God. and Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Grace Jones, Grace Jones is completely crazy in this movie. <laughs> after oh mouth, after mouth. <laughs> uh, and Jeffrey, Jeffrey Holder, who is everyone was poom jab in Annie, the classic <laughs> film version of Annie. I love marvelous, 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 marvelous. And then you have Eartha Kitt's famous Marcus. Darling. I don't have any, you know, we know what she's about to say. But, uh, uh, yes, this movie has so many hilarious performances. It's wonderful. Hilarious performances. Now, we're going to go ahead and put a, it's definitely for an adult audience. There's some, you know. There's some comedic moments dealing with adult things, uh, like, mm-hmm. you know, what people's toes look like. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the premise is an adult premise. It's about it a womanizer. So Wait a minute. Did we forget about uh, uh, old boy's parents with the matching mushrooms? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. You're talking about David Allen Greer's parents. Look. John Witherspoon and yes. Baby Drake. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, look, look. <laughs> we can't even quote some of the stuff that you know they what? were saying. Some of the stuff you got to coordinate. Okay, look. Coordinate. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I guess we should say the purpose because people are probably like, what are you talking about? It, yeah. Okay, Eddie Murphy plays this high up, powerful advertising executive. Kind of, well, he's not quite the executive yet. He's fighting for that position. And yeah, he, he is an executive. He is an executive. He's, he's, he's not an executive, quite, but yeah. he's not the top guy. Exactly. And he pumps out great material and thinks he should be the top guy. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they 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 decide to go with a, a woman. Um, Robin Givens plays the character, and her name is Jacqueline. She comes in. She's a woman. But guess what? Eddie Murphy, being this player, I mean, he's a player. Yeah. He gets played <laughs> by um, Robin Givens, who definitely does the exact same things that he does to women. And it's mm-hmm. a role reversal kind of thing. And he falls in love and, you know, and you have to see kind of what happens out of that and how Holly Berry plays a part in that. So, exactly. um, love should have brought you up, you know. Home last night. Home last night. By the way, by the way, great soundtrack. Wonderful right. soundtrack. Boomerang soundtrack that was definitely in my mix when I was That is, yeah, that is Babyface, largely a lot of Tony Braxton when she first started. So love to Yes, that's right. So all all of that that. there. And can I just say, John Witherspoon and Drake, if those of you don't know who they are, if you have seen House Party, (laughs) okay, if you have seen that, 
It is the guy who is telling them to be quiet. It's the same. They are the same couple. Okay. And she says, she says, come to bed, Harry. And he goes, Harry. <laughs> so that's it. But yeah, okay. boomerang, uh, you know, besides the end of it, it's really a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch. What do you mean besides the end of it? The end kind of gets a little on. No, I like the end. The end happens the way it should happen. I right, I'm talking it. about as far as entertainment, though. Oh, well, you always have to have something to say. Well, look, you got to well, be honest with the people now. Okay, you know what? Now, we might as well keep this ball rolling. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> we, we might as well keep on the Eddie Murphy track and All talk right. about coming to America. Look, <laughs> look wait, wait. <laughs> coming to America is, it is my favorite Eddie Murphy film. It of is. all time. You know yeah. what? I, I, I have to put it in this order. I would say Coming to America, uh-huh. Boomerang, and yeah. Harlem Nights. That's, oh, that's yeah. Fun. Well, I would throw in The Nutty Professor as well. I, I would not. But <laughs> throw about, that in there. Coming, in, coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. our, Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. Yes, and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy and, and Arsenio. And Arsenio and Arsenio. And Arsenio. James yeah. Earl Jones. Makes an appearance <laughs> in the midst of all of John that. Amos, Eric LaSalle, <laughs> and Frankie Faison right. makes an appearance. Eric now, LaSalle and Soul Glow. We have Soul Glow. She's my queen. <laughs> you know, we're we're totally losing street cred at this point. <laughs> I okay. The bottom line is, if you are listening to this podcast, most likely you have seen or heard of Coming to America. We're not going to hash out everything. In fact, I think we should just we should we should have an entire um, episode devoted to Coming to America and Lean on Me. How do, I think we should just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can reenact those highlights. <laughs> but basically, uh, tell them the premise of the of the of the movie. Okay, coming to America, Eddie Murphy plays prince of some country in Africa. Zamunda. Zamunda. <laughs> His father, the king, is played by James Earl Jones. His mother, the queen, is played by Madge Sinclair. Okay. So he is uh, coming of age. It's time for him to find a bride. And, mm-hmm. of course, they have fixed marriages. Yes. So he is fixed with a woman played by Vanessa Bell Calloway. Everyone, <laughs> if, if, you've seen what, if you've seen what love got to do with it, she is the one who introduces Tina Turner, played by... Angela Bassett to nom your whole ring and kill. Okay, that's and, the same. Well, one. she also gets slapped because she didn't yes. eat the cake. Well, that's true as well. <laughs> so it's her, and yes, and yes, she has the famous scene in that that the referee was was uh, just imitating, where he says <laughs> like a dog, and she goes arf, arf, and he says a big dog. <laughs> okay, so he is matched with her, but this is not who he loves, and he really wants to find a woman he loves to marry. So he right. and his best friend, played by Arsenio Hall, his best friend mm-hmm. Simi, want to come to America to find it. So they go to a globe, and they spin it and say, well, where in America could we go? It's the land is to so find, infinite. Where could a king find a bride? Yeah, the land is so infinite. The choice is so vast. So they come upon... New York, and of course they land on Queens. Queens, uh, right. and at that time, now this was in the nineties, eighties. Uh, this is eighties. Oh, the late eighties, late eighties, yeah. late eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queens was not. Right. <laughs> it was not. 
I remember seeing it at the time. I was a kid. I was actually allowed to see this. And I laughed. So I <laughs> that is not where they wanted to end up. So they end up in Queens. And they uh, essentially what happens is Eddie Murphy decides to pretend that he's poor. So right, he can right. find a woman that he loves. And the woman that he loves, her father is played by John Amos, hilariously, who has... Okay, go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah, I just have to say this, though. He has a business that apes McDonald's. It's called McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Instead of the Big Mac, they have the Big Mick. Okay? It's stuff like that. And can we just say there's a cameo? Do you know who I'm going to? A Sam cameo. Jackson! <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson! Oh. So we won't even, if you haven't seen it, we won't tell you what Samuel L. Jackson does. You know, you're going to recognize a lot of people, especially <laughs> if, if you know what, just watch it. I, yes. I, I can't, we can't say enough, and, you know, we could no. actually say more, but we're not going to do Watch no. it, please, immediately. In fact, put the podcast on hold and go watch it and then come back to us. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's dip, let's not, let's, 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 let's kind of go less uh, <laughs> urban <laughs> and go way back to a romantic comedy in the early 80s that we think you should check out and that's Tootsie. Oh, whoa, 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 Tootsie. Tootsie. And <laughs> the reason why I brought this up is because um, romantic comedies, they, they, the Philadelphia story, I mean, they go all the way back to, you know, the beginning of of, tele, or of film, but Tootsie really did something in the 80s with romantic comedy. It did a very untraditional approach to it. Yeah. Tootsie stars Dustin Hoffman, and mm -hmm. it, added, it, it added a lot of elements of drama to it. Now, you don't think that when you hear about Tootsie, because it's basically a man dressing up in drag yes. um, to get a job and eventually to get the girl. But when you go back and watch it, there's a lot of drama in Tootsie. Mm -hmm. And that started to introduce it in the early 80s. Um, very quickly, critic, tell us the premise. <laughs> well, it's Tootsie. easy. This is, this is easy. It, Dustin uh, Hoffman plays an, a struggling actor um, who decides to dress up as a woman to get a part. He actually gets the part. And he ends up on a soap opera where he falls in love with a co-star, but, you know, he has to pretend that he's a woman. So it's all of this stuff about him trying to be this woman and then trying to actually be himself and have those feelings. And there are men who actually fall in love with him as a woman. So it's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And by the way, Jessica Lange plays his love interest, and she won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for this film. She did a great job, actually. She did a yeah. wonderful job. Bill Murray is in it. Sidney Pollack directed it and is yes. also starring in it. And I believe, isn't, um, oh, no, that's Soapbox. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if this <laughs> isn't uh, somebody else in it, but no. Um, it's a really good, it's a good classic 80s romantic comedy. But again, like I said, it took, it, it shifted the essence of romantic comedy, mm -hmm. having all the comedic elements, but a lot of dr dramatic moments yes. within it. Yes. And it talks, and it started to, you know, talk about, you know, drag and, mm -hmm. and, and you know, you know, being attracted to yes. sex or not. Yes. I mean, there's some things that, that, that happens in Tootsie. I say go watch it. Yeah, and this was in 1982, so, you I know. I mean, very... Very, very. When I have to echo you, it has a great cast. The writing is sharp. 
Uh, it's really funny. Uh, there are some parts that drag, I have to say. I've seen this a little bit You yes. recently. Yes. I've seen it recently. It does lag a bit, but it's a really good movie. It really is. All right. Well, we're not going to um, – we're, we're going to have to do a part two to this because I'm nowhere near the end of my list. Oh, my um, goodness, absolutely. I want to talk about one really quick, and then we're going to have time for one more. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about um, – something let's go on the other side of age because we talked about clueless let's talk about grumpy old men oh. <laughs> grumpier old men and oh. I think those are the two we'll, we'll talk about grumpy old men uh-huh. now the reason why i brought this up is because with romantic comedies usually we're taking a different road usually romantic comedies are it's, a, it's about a couple they're usually young mm-hmm. we, we watch them fall in love and we kind of see you know, we picture ourselves in them. But Grumpy Old Men was, <laughs> was a little different. Because <laughs> it was. Um, it was in the early 90s, I think 93. Yes. And it stars Jack Lemmon, God rest his soul, and Walter Matthau, God rest his soul. Yes. As well as. Um, and Margaret. And Margaret. Mm-hmm. And Margaret's in it. And it is, it's title, isn't it? <clears throat> Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. Look, exactly. And hey, look. I remember seeing this at the time, and I thought it was funny as a kid. So, look, I would say definitely, definitely, if you haven't seen Grumpy Old Men, watch that. Grumpy-er Old Men, the sequel, is not as good. It really isn't. It's, it's not as good, but yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's I think not, they yeah. All of the stars and adding Sophia Loren. The reason mm-hmm. why I brought it up, um, again, was because it, it shed a light on romance again for men who, I mean, these were senior citizens by... Way it's in it takes place in some little small town where these two um, best friends are really enemies, sort of, <laughs> and a new person moves into their neighborhood and they both take a stab at trying to gain her romance with all the shenanigans that go with it. Mm-hmm. It was a tender, tender thing. One last one. I'll let you close us out. Uh, what do you have on your list there? Ooh, you know what? L- let's throw something out here. Let's go recent. How about okay. that? Let's do Let's it. Let's go to Crazy Stupid Love. Ah! You know I haven't yeah. seen that. Isn't that terrible? What? I know, I know, I know. Wait, let me just say to you, referee, and everyone else, if you haven't seen Crazy Stupid Love, see it. It's really, really good. It's better than you would think it is. It is really that starring, is, is Josh um, Gosling in that? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so, so Ryan Gosling. So it's right. it's Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, and Emma Stone. Oh, uh, that's a lot of people. Yeah, you get a little bit of Marissa Tomei, Kevin Bacon. You know, so it's a great cast. The writing is really good. The pacing is expert. So just the premise, quickly. quickly. Steve Carell. Steve Carell is on the outs with his wife. Oh. You know, they're breaking up. They have a son. All of this, you know, she, Julianne Moore cheated on him all of this stuff is happening so he's at a crossroads in his life and he goes to a bar and tries to pick up women but of course he's unsuccessful now he meets up with ryan gosling who is like hitch expert yes expert uh at picking up women and all of that so ryan gosling shows him the ropes takes him through what he needs to do and then we see him change, and everyone reacts to that. So that's essentially what happens in Crazy Stupid Love. Mm. But the, the relationships are really good. 
it really does a great job of giving us comedy and drama at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely see it. Steve Carell, again, knows what he's doing. He uh, Ryan, Ryan, yeah, he always, always does, actually, in my opinion. Ryan Gosling does a really good job in this. He actually got a Golden Globe nomination. Of course, mm-hmm. Julianne Moore is Julianne Moore, and Emma Stone is Emma Stone. You know, you get, they're bringing their A-games to this film. And it's just a good watch. Okay, well, we'll check it out. Listen, yeah. we have not exhausted. I'm sitting here looking at my list, and it just goes on and on and <laughs> on and on. And I think we're probably going to have to pick this up quite fairly soon. Yes. I think that there's nothing better in spring than to watch a romantic comedy with or without your significant other. <laughs> on how you like it. Listen, we'll catch you guys later. Check out a good romantic comedy and enjoy the weather. We hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane. Catch you next week as I watch that fantasy.